Hello and welcome. This is In the Back Pocket. My name is Georgie Parker. I'm joined by an absolute crypto king, mm. Nathan Brown. Thank you, Brown. Parker. Thank you. Thank you very How much. are you? How is the crypto? It's good. It's had a tough week, crypto, but we'll bounce back. We're in it for the long haul, not uh, not the short ones. And we've got an absolute superstar to my right, and that is Brendan Goddard. BJ, how Hello, are you? Brownie. Good. You got the bets with mate Kitty this week. You're I a bit do. Nervous Pressure's about on. That? Yeah, I've got the sweats happening already. Now, Brownie, Melbourne, it's back. It's hustling. It's bustling. It certainly is. And what comes with that? Cashies. 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 What, I, I wouldn't know about cashies. Yeah, I wouldn't know about justice. How about, how about this? You do a little cashy, it looks like, with, with uh, our good friend Richo. Oh, yeah. That's that's in Kyabrum. That is a footy clinic for the kids. As you know, it's a school holiday program at the moment. And one of our mates, Kane Pettifer, is from Kyabrum, played for Richmond with us. And we just went up there to help out the kids and just to and give uh, impart our wisdom of goal kicking and, uh, and forward craft with them. No, I hope so you I don't know why you're inferring you that that's sort of a cashy. There was, Did you do uh, it from the goodness of your own heart? Absolutely. Or? I took my kids up there and they competed in the footy clinic as well. Oh. So it was a great day. Richo's clearly not giving goal kicking lessons. No, he's not. No, he's not. We had a goal kicking competition while we are up there. Which I, I can got the see your nose too. growing from there if you didn't get paid for that. Now, we're going to go straight into value hunters, and mm. we've found some value this week. What have you got for us? We certainly have, George. Let's have a look at this. And uh, they're, they're short, they're, there's a lot of shorties in AFL. So when you're going 20, 25 plus Caleb disposals, uh, <laughs> you've got very good, George. Yeah. <laughs> but I've tried to find some value around that 20 to 25 plus market. So let's have a look at them at the moment and where we got to. So Tim English, have a look at his first four games. Every game above 20, uh, he's going really well. Daniel Rioli's gone to halfback. Nathan Broad's playing that halfback role. Darcy Byrne-Jones as well. These are sort of lesser-eyed players that I don't think they're factored in the price and they're doing it regularly at the moment. And Patrick Nash is another one. So when you look at a $1.50, $1.60, they don't seem big. And we've got a second page of them. Stephen May takes the kick out. So just keep an eye on a lot of these players over the next few weeks. Jack Sinclair, for me, is a bet this week at 25-plus disposals at $1.72. I thought he was the best man on the ground last week. And as I say, BJ, every week, look for the guys that play at half-back. Half-back flankers, it is so easy, particularly if you take the kickouts like Stephen May does and has 30% of his kicks from kickouts. You get a stat for it. You've got to do your research, George. That's it. You've got to find that trend before the our uh, traders get into that, don't you? Now, Brisbane and Collingwood. Collingwood, I think, maybe got found out last week, and they're going to play against Brisbane, who they're front runners, aren't they? And particularly when they're playing at the Gabba. But what about Collingwood? They're flying, absolutely flying. Yeah. 37 points up against the Cats, and then they go and destroy the last quarter, and then they lose a game they should have won last week. All of a sudden, not, their season's not teetering on the edge, but then they go to Brisbane and play in Brisbane with a few injury concerns. It's hard work now where they possibly should be 4-0. Is Elliot going to be a big out? Oh, I think it is, yeah. It's, it's, it's tough for him too. He's had such a, a rough uh, run with injuries yeah. over a long period a of time now. So, um, and what he provides um, you know, is a small on the ground, but he's so good in the air as well. Yeah. So he's actually a really hard matchup for the opposition. So uh, they'll be looking for different avenues towards goal this week, or they have to without Jamie Elliott. Speaking of avenues towards goal this week, let's talk about Brisbane. I think they've got the best forward line in the competition or the most stars in their forward line. Lincoln McCarthy, Zach Bailey, Charlie Cameron, and to a lesser extent, Cameron Rayner. Now, I think Charlie Cameron... Uh, I think Maynard will go to Cameron this week and play a lockdown role. So, Zach Bailey, have a look at the disposals. I have a look at the goal markets here. Two plus goals, 325. Three plus goals is 950. And four plus goals is 26. He's already kicked four only two weeks ago. He's kicked seven. He got beaten last week um, uh, down in Geelong. But I just don't think they've got a matchup for him. So, McCarthy and Bailey, they're both bets this weekend. So, I'm going to be taking Zach Bailey two goals. I'm going to be taking three goals and four goals. At the Gabba, he is elite. Who does Quainer go to then as a, as a small defender? Uh, one of those two, but I still think Quainer can be got. I, I still think uh, in the air, 
Quayna struggles. So if I was Collingwood, I'd be sending him to Zach Bailey because I think McCarthy's better in the air. But uh, certainly you can still get Quayna and I think Zach Bailey or Lincoln McCarthy is going to have a big game. BJ, what about the Dacos brothers? How about Josh... Coming in, yeah, both of them, Nick yeah. coming in and absolutely tearing a season part as a newie. Oh, it's an outstanding start to his career, isn't it? Yeah. So we see him on the halfback, playing a little bit of wing, but I think his natural progression will be more in the midfield with, with time. But uh, he's a natural footballer. He finds a footy and he uses it so mm. well. So the market for him at 25-plus disposals, even 30-plus disposal, we, we see him playing halfback. The game moves really fast up at the Gabba, like we've talked about. So there's plenty of footy to get, yeah. great conditions normally this time of year, so the ball should be pinging around. Punters are having a fill-up on Nick Dacos at the moment because his price be. is still pretty good. Yeah. Question without notice, do you yeah, think he'll be the this. rising star? Will he win the rising yeah. star? I think he's in the box seat at the moment. Um, there's a few players, Rochelle at Adelaide, yeah. who's playing really he's well, great. but uh, I think Dacos is winning at the moment. Horn Francis, let's wait and see. Do they Nick win Martin, enough games? Do they win enough games, the Kangaroos, and do they play good enough football, allow Jason Horn francis to play the kind of football that Nick Dacos has played? I think we've noticed Nick Dacos more because they're winning and he's adding to a winning scoreline where Jason Horn francis hasn't been able yeah. to do that yet. Now, Kangaroos and the Western Bulldogs. Well, Doggies had that loss. They just had a fade-out, didn't they? But the Kangaroos... They have, they've been hit and miss in certain quarters. You wanted they? a response last, yeah. uh, last and week, BJ, one. and you got a response. They yeah. should have won the game. They should have won the game. Goldstein dropped an easy mark 15 metres out. They had a snap to put them 13 points up. This is a danger game for the Dogs, a real danger yeah. game. Now, this is the game last year where they got destroyed by 100 points and um, Big Josh Bruce went mad and kicked 10. But <laughs> I, I, I just look at Jack Zebel this week, and he kicked five last week. He's a natural forward. He kicked massive goals when he was younger coming into the competition. He's played everywhere. I like the fact they've put Jack Zebel forward. So easy for him to sit in the back pocket at half-back and rack them up. But kick five goals last week. I still think he's good for two goals this week. Two goals at a minimum for Jack Zebel. I still think he's a pretty good price to do that. So I'd be backing him at two-plus. I'd be backing him at three-plus as well. How about BJ? Bunch of players for 25 disposal marks. I don't know if heaps of players getting over 30. Adam Trelaw's one that's having a good price for over 30, $3.30 for him yeah, to have that. But where do you see them at 25 plus mark? Oh, I, think, I think you've got a, a couple of certainties there. So, so uh, Trelaw failed last week. I think I actually had him for 25 plus. So, but there's the Josh Dunkley that McRae's an absolute certainty, but his odds are obviously really low. So uh, Dunkley's finding some form. So I like Dunkley. And then Tre I expect Trelaw to actually bounce back this week and have an impact on the game. But and Pell, as we see there, started the first three rounds really slowly for you know his expectations. Is the value uh, there Bailey Dale? He's done it three times and his last two games have been outstanding. Well, there is a, yeah, so there's a bit of value, I still think, for the Bulldogs midfield as they expect Trelaw to bounce back. So Whether they win or lose, the Bulldogs are going to get the ball. Correct. They did last week, they got beaten last week, but four players, 30 disposals and above. But look, I'm not going to tip North Melbourne, I'm tipping Western Bulldogs, but it's a danger game. On yeah. the back of last week, they're already feeling flat. North Melbourne come into this with renewed confidence. Like we almost beat Sydney in Sydney. Now they're going to be able to repeat that. And I think they'd be, uh, they'd be doing everything this week to try and come out hard against the Bulldogs early and just put a, uh, plant a seed of doubt in the Bulldogs' well, mind in that first quarter. Well, that's the question for mine. Is North will respond again? They've got some confidence. Well, doggies yeah. respond, though. Yeah, that's right. And then the other hand is dogs need to respond. Yeah. Like they're one and they don't Which want they to go one and Sydney. four. So they respond to mm. Sydney. Uh, they... Failed last week in the second half, a real fade out against Richmond, who are up and about at the minute, but they yeah. need to respond. So it's, I think it's a matter of 
I think the start of the game will be red hot, but it's whether North Melbourne can sustain their effort and intensity longer than the Bulldogs. Bulldogs are really struggling defensively for big guys, as we know. Now, not sure whether Alex Keith comes back in this week or not, uh, so we're, we're doing this before the teams come out, but you would think he'd go to Larky. So that, for me, leaves Zeeble. They're marking beast, and he can kick it from the ground too. So, uh, like uh, Jamie Elliott, it's a different type of player, but they can do it at ground level, and they can do it in the air. Well, Zeeble, $15 for four or more goals. Now, West Coast and Sydney. West Coast finally got that win. They're playing at Waffle side, but a lot yeah. of players are starting to come back in, aren't they? Which is adding that depth. And Sydney, what? Well, There's some good ends, yeah. Yo and Shuey, and uh, 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 genuine midfielders. Like Luke Shuey's yeah. a, a, a Norm Smith, uh, not a Norm Smith medalist. He is a. Um, Norm Smith Ellis, yes, isn't he? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was, I was just trying to get uh, get, get my brain Ellis. moving. Uh, this is a danger game too. For yeah, Sydney. I think like, so too. I, I, I'm going to tip Sydney, but West Coast renewed confidence from last yep. week. They played great footy last week, and I think they can trouble Sydney. But Willie Rowley for me has been the standout in that forward half of the ground. He's missed so much football, but his first three games he didn't play. Obviously, round three, but he's gone one, four, three, and he doesn't miss. And he doesn't fumble. These are the players that you want to be backing. When you're putting money on players, you want players that A, don't fumble, so they're getting the ball more often than not, and then B, don't miss. You don't want them to get opportunity after opportunity and miss it. This guy, Willie Rioli, he kicks every opportunity he has. How about that line? The line set at 10.5. Do you think it's going to be a close game? Do you think that Sydney are going to be, well, West Coast are going to be within that? Uh, it's it's over a bit of a flip of the coin. I'm, yeah. I was hesitant to pick a winner out of this or try and back someone, but... Uh, I still think Sydney should win. I'm still looking for reasons how they lose against West Coast. Yes, West Coast have their their best midfield for the year, but then they lose Nat Nui out, out of the ruck, so that's that hurts them a little bit. And then then you look at Sydney's side of thing, and yes, Buddy's there hasn't been a heavy reliance on Buddy, and he hasn't been in great form. So then there may be a reliance now on Isaac Heaney playing more as a permanent forward, as an avenue towards goals. So where does Sydney's goals come from? And Buddy, the role he plays, mm. although it hasn't been hitting the scoreboard, but he demands a great defender. Yeah. He demands people to actually play on him and open up space for other, other players. So I'm interested to see how that... That's why I was a little bit hesitant, you know, backing a winner out of this one head-to-head. Got any buyers beware with this one? Well, there are. There is a lot of buyers beware in this game. And you're looking at uh, Justin McInerney. He's had 30 disposals. Way too short at $1.36 to get 20 plus. Luke Parker hasn't been doing it regularly. Nick Blakey dropped back to 15. Uh, the one that I reckon I do like, though, is Callum Mills at 28. When he had 28 last week at $1.40. Look, I back Jake Lloyd every week. I backed him again last week. Missed out last week, but he does take the kickouts. And as we always say, half-back flankers who take the kickouts, you can back them pretty much every week. Well, as BJ alluded to, who do you think is going to be scoring the goals for Swans? Uh, you'd be taking Isaac Heaney, yep. two plus, three plus. I think their forward line will function okay without Buddy. Well, Saturday game's just on the other side of this. You must send someone to him. So buy beware around Christian Petrarca, disposal markets this week. In the 20 plus disposal markets, what about Darcy Byrne-Jones, the hyphen? Ed Langdon at $1.50, I like that one. Yeah, I like Viney for over 20 there. I've gone to our traders for a featured BYO. I've gone Anne Hatchard, Aaron Phillips for an anytime goal. Alyssa Bannon, she's only young. Rory Laird can get it 40. Crouch can get it 40. Benny Keyes kicks one of the great helicopters you'll ever see most times when he gets <laughs> it. But uh, yeah, there, there's some big numbers. So if you are keen on betting and you're not keen on Adelaide winning, you would be betting on those ball winners, 25 plus, 30 plus. Sam Doherty, for me, is the value in this one. George Hewitt as well. Melbourne at the line with Jack Viney for 20 or more. 
$1,903 on Sam Doherty to get 20 disposals. And looking at his chart, he is going... Oh, happy with last week, weren't we? Yeah, a lot That's of That's my $7 multi. Ticks. That was great. Anna Hatchard, going to Port Adelaide, I hear. Melissa uh, Bannon kicked the goal and Aaron Phillips kicked the goal. I think that's the best multi we've got up on this program so far. Seven oh, bucks. Well done, George. Seven bucks. Thank you, mm. thank you. Uh, St Kilda and Gold Coast. St Kilda, they were flying, particularly in the second half, aren't they? Yeah, they're going well. The Saints are yeah. going well. Uh, I said bye, beware about the Hawks last week. Wasn't sold on them. Yeah, they came out. Um, and all of a sudden, they got some pace on the outside. When they play Bradley Hill, where he's meant to play, which is either the wing or half forward, he seems a much better player. Jack Sinclair at half back. So they've got pace on the edges at yep. the moment, the Saints. And I like the way they're playing. And you like Max King. You love Ooh, him late. So you've him. come up with a bet here for Max King. Well, Max King for any time goal scorer in the fourth quarter. Yep. Eight of his 13th goal have come from the fourth quarter. It's incredible, really. He's had a four goal and three goal and a quarters, yeah. Quarters. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's been very, very good and late. Four, no, a four and a two and a two. He's been incredible. $1.72 for any time goal in the fourth, as opposed to $1.17 for any time throughout the match. And when you're getting them so late, it's where you're going to be a little bit more value. $2.80 for him to get three. And as a player, BJ, you know what your history is, and everybody knows it at the moment. So he'll go into the three-quarter time, he'll be sitting there going, I've been good the last two weeks in the last quarter, and I reckon I can go again. So he'll go into that last quarter with a little bit more of a pep in his step, yeah. a little bit more confidence than other players. And I reckon the other players will, will look for him as well. So well, I, I think it's a, a smart frame. bet. He's such a big frame. He's 202 centimetres. So if he's getting a defender on him that's a little bit shorter, end of the game, you've got to be better with your body. What about his moustache? Do you like the moustache? Oh, I love the moustache. He's a bit young for a moustache. <laughs> cool thing to do, those brands. Is it, a, bit, a bit of identity. Is it cool? And it's a bit fluffy. They can't quite grow it's not, it's out. It's not a big one, though, is no, it? Like, it's not a Tom they're Selleck. They're all young. No, they're all, they're all a little bit wispy, but they yeah. all love it. How about Brad Crouch for 25 and more disposals? Well, he, he should be anchoring most people's multis this yeah. weekend because uh, I think he's gone under the radar, Brad Crouch. Let's have a look at his numbers every week so far over 25. And, you know, we talk about Jack Steele. Obviously, Sinclair's in there, Gresham. And all of a sudden, we've forgotten about this guy who gets 30, 35, 40 disposals when he was playing in Adelaide. Now he's playing at St Kilda with a midfield that's going pretty well at the moment. So I think Brad Crouch, if you're looking at him for 25, 30 pluses, you should be looking around those areas and anchoring your multis with that 25 plus line. BJ, do you think Gold Coast were really good last week or Carlton were bad? Well, I think it's a bit of both. I think you have to respect Gold Coast's effort last week against uh, um, Carlton. So... um, they're coming in with some form. So, talked about Carlton being poor, but St Kilda, let's keep in mind, St Kilda played Richmond, who were really average against them, and Freo and Hawthorne. So, they lost to Collingwood, obviously. But So, they've found some form, but they've beaten who they probably should beat. Yep. So, I think the test will come later in the year. But You're not this, sold on the Saints? Yeah, so just for now. I just think they just need to get a, a big scalp, or, or a couple of big scalps. You like pulling in expectations. Yeah, I do. You're harder on the Saints than other clubs. Yeah, I do, because I... I you know, I've obviously got a soft spot for them. So this this is a danger game. So what I want to highlight is... You're back for Essendon. Well, no. There's, I just buy beware of the head-to-head here with the Saints because, yes, they should win, but I just felt like this this is a game where, you know, they've got some confidence and they, and they get the reality danger check. Game. A bit of a danger game. So Gold Coast coming in with some form. Great win last week against the undefeated team in the competition. So just... just I, I just think those individual markets with disposals are probably safer than a head-to-head bet. Mm, I like it. How about some Gold Coast disposal... Guys, you've got Matt Rao, you've got Took Miller. Yeah, Took Miller, you just about take every week. So he's only been tagged once this year, Took Miller, and he 17 disposals, so he didn't do the job. But when he's allowed to run around on his own, it's a minimum 30 every week, Took Miller. Um, Noah Anderson's been very good as well. Matty Rao's in there as well. But they've got a lot of players now who can get big ball numbers.
Adelaide and Richmond. Well, Adelaide broke my heart last week, but I'm going to go straight with straight you with this one because you've decided to pop the bets with mates kitty yeah. on a so head-to-head here. Just explain what the bet with mates kitty is. So we started off with $1,000. Just the pressure. And we're trying to get a 20% winner every week on our money. So I went first and then it goes to 1200 The next week it goes to 1440 But obviously you don't get exactly $1.20 every week or 20% on your money. But everything rolls into it. So last week it was 1900 and we went Sam Doherty, 20-plus disposals. You went Sam Doherty. $1.22, which he got easily. I think he had 18 and a half time and ended up with 28 So this week you've got... $2,283 to put on something, the whole lot, trying to get a dollar twenty around Don't that mark. This, this, this is paying over. Oh, this is, this is great value. Richmond to oh, beat Adelaide. You're going the whole lot on the Tigers. That's $1.70. So keep applying the pressure, keep, keep bringing it. But they, I, when, I, when I looked at it last night, I went through before the, the odds came out, I said Richmond will win. They, they, I don't think they can lose this game. Respect to Adelaide that have played well the last couple of weeks. In Adelaide. Yeah, in Adelaide. It is in Adelaide. But they come to Melbourne last week, put up a great effort against Essendon. That'll take a little bit. They're a young team, mind you. So, um, And then when you look at Richmond's forward line, now that it's fully stacked, Lynch... Uh, Jack Rewalt's back. They've got the option Bolter. to throw Bolter yeah. there. And then you've got Shy Bolton, who's yeah. arguably the best in form uh, small forward in the competition. So for a young uh, team and a young defence in Adelaide, they, I don't think they can just hold Richmond to uh, a, a losing score or a winning score for Adelaide. So uh, when I put that together and then you get Dion Prestia back second week in after injury and paying $1.70. I thought this 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 is well, great value to, for our bet with well, mates. You know that, you, oh, I'm done with $1.20. Let, let's you, get the $1.70 winner and let, let's get this thing rolling. He's gone rogue. You know He's that gone if rogue. you lose this one, you don't, it comes out yes, of your invoice. Mm. So, <laughs> 2,280-something times $1.70 he gets to 3,888. So, next week, you could be playing with 3,888 oh. trying to get a $1.20 winner. Look, personally, I would have gone Melbourne into Brisbane. It would have been safer. Dollar but 15, I like where you're going. I like on. where you're going. There's a couple of $1.15s out there, but this, this oh, for mine, $1.70, they, they should be paying $1.30, Richmond. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, I like the confidence of the men. Well, how, like how are they going to win? Who's going to score the goals for Richmond? Uh, Tom Lynch. Tom Lynch, yeah. Jack Rewalt. As he said, they do have multiple options and it's going to be hard for Adelaide to contain those. It's whether Richmond can get their midfield humming like they did last week, and I think they can. Look, I, I tipping Richmond, I think they win. Would I be putting 2,200 on them? I'm not really <laughs> sure about that. I would have been going a bit safer, but this is why this we got him in to do stuff. We got him in yeah, to, to make a statement, and he certainly made a statement with some big cash up early, but that is our bet with mates bet this weekend. Richmond head-to-head at $1.70. That's it. I like to see where we're going to go with that one. Now, we've got some Valley Hunters as well, Brownie, with this. A big, some big ball winners from both of these teams. It, there is, and uh, stay away from Prestia, stay away from Cochin, stay away from Jack Graham. The two you want to go for, um, and more in particular Nathan Broad because he's been very consistent in this. Does it change if they bring back Grimes? I'm not really sure, but Daniel Rioli as well is playing an arm across, playing a very defensive role, Daniel Rioli, a role that I didn't think mm. he would play that well, but he's been aggressive, he's been smothering, tackling. Um, so but for me, Nathan Broad's the one. Take him 20-plus disposals. Really running with that halfback role, is it? Well, it's just easy to get kicks back there. It is so easy to get kicks back there. Like I said, it's the easiest position to play. Half forward is the hardest position to play. You have to make the play. You have to try and lead up, figure out where the ball's coming. This seems Half like back someone is, who played forward. You, yeah, you, right. You've got six other or five other forwards who are all trying to get the ball. Then you've got six other defenders who are just trying to yeah. stop the ball. All of a sudden, 
the ball drops to the ground level and most forwards, they go, geez, I didn't get it. I didn't get it. What, what, what am I going to do now? Whereas the backmen are already thinking, okay, I'm on the way out now. Yep. Forwards don't think that way. And your, backmen do. And your fullback is just defending your player yep. if you get a little bit stuck. Melbourne and GWS. I'm looking forward to this one because GWS need to respond. And Melbourne, they haven't really come out of third gear, have they? No, they have. Oh, they, look, they're the best t- uh, side in the competition, Melbourne, and they win this game. Uh, do they win it comfortably? I don't think they do win it comfortably, but there's certainly some value around in this game. And Max Gorn has been getting big disposals and playing more of that freelance ruckman at the moment, along with Luke Jackson, who uh, he got booted that someone was going to pay him $12 million over eight years. I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't quite get my head around that one. But uh, look, there's some value hunters in this game too. And for me, the value sits around Ed Langdon, particularly when Petrarca... Uh, has been sat on the last couple of weeks. So Petrarca's still $1.40 to get 25-plus disposals. But look at Ed Langdon. Uh, he just goes to another gear. This guy, since he came to Melbourne, and he runs deep. So he runs in the defensive end. He runs all the wing and runs into his forward yeah. half of the ground too. So for me, 25-plus disposals to Ed Langdon. Nearly kicked a goal of the year the other night as well. Did he didn't mean that? it though. No, absolutely not. Doesn't Don't always need to. Carlton and Port Adelaide, you didn't want to play into this game with your bets with mates, Kitty. Port are no good. Uh, well, they're no, no good, good, but at some point you're looking for them. When are they going to respond? They need, danger no, game. what about no Crips, no Carlton? Yeah, your man. My no, boy. But if they're ever going to, Carlton ever going to cover Crips, they probably couldn't do it yeah. last year or the years previous. But now that they bat so deep in the midfield, I think they can comfortably cover him. So someone will step into that role or take, take up the slack that he'll uh, that leave. But Port Adelaide have to respond. Zero and four. At some point, when is it going to come? So I think the next couple of weeks, whoever is up against Port Adelaide, it's a, it's a danger game. And then we know Carlton putting in a poor performance um, and respect to, to Gold Coast last week up at Metricon. Yeah. But they'll come back and now wanting to get back on the winners. Oh, I think this is a huge point. danger game for Carlton again. Yeah. I know there's a few, I've said there's a few danger games around this weekend, but this is a genuine one. So they would have a, a slight bit of doubt in their minds at the moment. Okay, we've started the year well. Um, we've had that sugar hit of the new coach and we've won games, but they beat good teams as well. Yep. Let's not forget that. Now they go up there and they lose a game that they should win yep. and they lose their best player who's been sensational. Eight votes probably out of the nine, first nine Brownlow medal votes. So there's just that tiny seed of doubt and you're playing against a good side. Port Adelaide are a good side and yes, they're zero and four and they stat-wise were okay against Brisbane. Stat-wise, they were really good against Hawthorne, but just for some reason, Hawthorne, every time they enter the forward 50, they just don't have an avenue towards goal. They don't. And then Melbourne last week, they held Melbourne to 68 points, which not a lot of clubs do. So, uh, look, I I think it's a danger game, and I'm not prepared to go the head-to-head, but I am prepared to go around the Carlton mids because I think Hewitt's going to get numbers. I think Walsh will get numbers. Chera and Kennedy, they'll all step up and get numbers. But it's a danger game. I'm staying out of the head-to-head. Staying out of the head-to-head. Yeah, I'm a bit the same with you, and I've been very bullish on the Carlton Blues coming up now. Travis Boak, Zach Butters, some of these guys are getting a lot of the ball for Port Adelaide, though. How do you think they're going to play in this one? Uh, I think they're going to find plenty of the footy as well, so I think there's great value around. So, as Brownie said, stay away from the head-to-head betting, but there's some value there. We see Travis Boak, the 25-30, uh, and... He was $1.67 round one, Travis Boak, for 25. That's how well he's been going. He's yep. now seventeen. so that value's gone. You've got to go 30 disposals, which he's been doing every week. And then now Wine's out of the picture too, so that gives yep. an opportunity for others to step in. So look for a bit of value around Zach Butters, uh, Connor Rosie potentially spending more time in there. 
How about Dylan Moore last week kicked his third first goal scorer? Charlie Kerno has kicked first goal twice this season. He did. Three out of the four for Moore at Hawthorne. And uh, our producer, Nathan John, said to me, we've got to put this on the program last week. And I said, "Eh, it's not a trend yet until he kicks it the third week in a row. And it is a trend now. And Charlie (laughs) Kerno the same. So trend is a friend. You've got to follow it. But uh, Charlie Kerno, you'll be backing him and you'll be backing Moore again. But what I will say is when Hawthorne play this weekend, Geelong... Uh, he'll probably get Atkins, maybe get Atkins, I'm not sure. Hughes, Atkins yeah. is a very good player. And Chris Scott, that won't be lost on Chris Scott. Chris Scott will be sitting there going, he's kicked three first goals. Let's, let's not allow this guy yeah, to get, get up and about it. early. The same with Charlie Kerno. That's it. Sunday and Monday games coming up just on the other side of this. Welcome back in the back pocket. And it's Nathan's favourite segment on the brown low. Oh, yeah. It's a new You're stinger happy. and everything. You're happy great with stinger. that, I'm you? very happy with that. So we're going to have it on the Brownlow monthly on this show. So mm-hmm. we've done the first four rounds so far, and let's get straight into it. So I've got Paddy Cripps on top still at the moment. He obviously didn't vote last week, but and he won't vote this week. So Paddy Cripps is the second favourite. Christian Petrarca just after that hasn't voted the last two weeks. Andrew Brayshaw, I've got him in for a vote every game. Last week was borderline. Then you've got Clayton Oliver. Tom Hawkins has had a couple of big games. Have a look at Tom Hawkins' price. I don't think he can win it, but, I mean, it'd be amazing. We haven't had a forward win it for a long, long time. Darcy Parrish is going well. So we're going to uh, track this Brownlow every week, this, uh, every four weeks this year. Uh, then you've got Gresham Bolton. Isaac Heaney's an outside chance. Watch for Took Miller as the season goes on. He's not going um, to get any longer than that at $26. And then Tom Green as well has had a pretty good start. Is Merritt getting injured going to help Parrish? Uh, yeah, it will. It will. Darcy Parrish is the sort of player who could vote if they win or lose. There's, there's certain players who can only vote if their team wins. I think right. he's so noticeable and he gets big numbers. He had 38 last week yep. uh, and I gave him three votes. If they had lost that game last week, he still gets the three votes, I think. I'd love you to be the voter on the brown low. Essendon and Fremantle. Well, Fremantle, they've been flying under the radar. No one's really talking about them, but they're one yeah. or three and one. I think, I think you come in with a little bit uh, higher expectations this year, I think, from everyone. But I'm, I'm still... Especially Mick Oldhouse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Freo. The, oh, the Bombers. Yeah, yeah. The, instead of the Bombers. So, um, Bombers obviously get their first win last week and there was high expectations everywhere. But mm-hmm. Fremantle playing at home too, so this is their first time away from home in a couple of weeks. So, uh, it's, I, I think it's a bit of a flip of the coin. I don't think I could clearly pick a winner, but I reckon there's a lot of value. I think the midfielders this week are going to find the footy and they're going to they'll shake hands and yeah. go opposite ways at the start of the game and see you at the end. So there's a lot of a... Andrew Brayshaw, as you made mention, has been on uh, fire and, and clearly the number one midfielder. Well, the Bombers don't Fremantle. tag either. Don't tag. Well, Andy McGrath's played a bit of a role. So yeah. Angus Everyone Brayshaw... Everyone talks about him tagging Christian Petrarca. Did he really tag him? Well, well, I was, more, was at that game and yeah. it, wasn't, it wasn't a tag. Christian Petrarca looked flat and he looked heavy-legged and I don't think that he was ever going to play we, well that night. We talked about it a couple of weeks ago. It's not so much a tag these yeah. days. I think he showed him respect at stoppages and it was clearly his responsibility at stoppages. Yeah. And then from there, it was a bit of play footy. So if Andy, you could get on the end of it and we have the footy, go for your life. So it's more of a run with roll and try and hurt him on their end. So but, you might see... Andy McGrath potentially go to Brayshaw this week because he's clearly the number one, but the rest of them, we've got Will Brody in there. Who's in these three players that continue to come out of the Gold Coast. Well, Peter Wright's another one who's playing in this game. and um, They play great footy. If the Gold Coast Suns had been able to keep all these players, Will Brody, 37 disposals last week, high draft pick, obviously can play, and he's just finding a really good spot at a new footy club. 
Yeah, is that is that more a reflection of the development, or is it more that he's probably behind three or four in the Gold Coast? Because remember, they're new teams; they've got so many high draft picks, mm. and then they have to hand pick who do we keep and who do we let go. They've got so many options, and he's one that just kind of couldn't get an opportunity. Any options at winning though? Yeah, yeah that's right. And then goes somewhere <laughs> else where he's he's got a permanent role in the midfield and he's flourishing. Yeah. Well, how did the the Giants seem to manage it? Okay. Yeah. They, they still lost players, granted, obviously. And lost really good ones, yeah. mind you. So if we continue to look back... But, but we're still able to play finals footy as well. Yeah, they were. So they're, they're probably been in a stronger position than anyone that literally handpick who they want in the midfield because they've had such great players and potential superstars in there that they've just handpicked who they wanted to keep and then they, they shift off the others for more draft picks and it's this, this continual cycle of good players. Well, Easter Monday footy, Hawthorne and Geelong. And Geelong have finally put their hand up as, well, we could beat the best this year. They were brilliant last week against... Brisbane, weren't they? Yeah, they were, and they played at home, and you'd expect them to beat Brisbane down there at home. It was a really yeah, good game of football. Them 10 in a row but or we something. spoke on this program last week about the Hawks, and they had outrageous numbers going inside forward 50, so they had to keep that up, and it's un- unsustainable what they were doing. So they were 18th in clearances, 16th in inside 50s, 14th in time in the forward half, and it showed last week. Uh, St Kilda dominated from the outset last week, and I expect Geelong to do the same. Geelong last time they played at the MCG was round one, and they belted the Bombers, so they play that ground well. And, and what, notorious for close games, this game, though. Yeah, it is, Monday. it is, and notorious mm. for high scoring as well. Jeremy Cameron, Tom Hawkins, both of them putting their hand up. Hawkins was great last week for some goal scorers, but Jeremy Cameron particularly good at the MCG. I want MCG. to talk about him at the MCG. Yeah. I don't think he understands how to play GMHBA Stadium perfectly yet. Yep. So that's Tommy Hawkins dominates down there. These are his last four games at the MCG. So six against the Tigers last year, 2-2, two, two, and then also another six. So that round one game this year, he had them in the first quarter. Then he got injured, didn't play the rest of the game. Um, and I think there might have been another one in there, Melbourne in the prelim, I think. He kicked a couple as well. So I think he enjoys the space of the MCG more than... GMHBA Stadium. So I'm looking at this game and I'm looking, okay, Tom Walker's kicked five last week. Jeremy Cameron didn't really hit the scoreboard. But back at the MCG, I just think Jeremy Cameron this week, I think he kicks goals. I think he's the one this week, whether it's three plus, four plus, five plus, they take it in turns. So for me, Jeremy Cameron, I'm backing him this week. And we briefly spoke about it earlier. The trend is your friend, though, with Dylan Moore. He's paying $19 for the first goal scoring last week. You won't go near him this week, though? Do you think it would be a Geelong player? Well, you feel like Every week it gets close at him not kicking the first yeah. goal, don't that's you? Right. Like, yeah, that's what I thought last week. Dylan Moore, he's kicked it the first two weeks and he can't possibly do it again. But he kicked the first two goals last weekend and they were off to a flyer and then the Saints pegged them back. So, look, I think you'd have to have a tenner on him this week. Um, I will anyway. I mean, he's, he's done it three times. But Chris Scott, you're probably getting Atkins this week who did the job on Zach Bailey last week just to shut you out of that game yeah. early. And maybe, maybe it's not Dylan Moore's go, but... I'm not going to be leaving myself out of it. I'm going to cover myself with Dylan Moore, but I'm heavy into Jeremy Cameron this week. Well, $100 play, we all get $100, and we're going to roll that into whatever we want to bet with. So, Brownie, what are you spending $100 on this week? Well, I spoke about Zach Bailey at the top of the program. I think um, they'll tag... uh, They'll put a... Not a tag, but they'll play Maynard on Charlie Cameron, which allows this guy who's kicked one goal, three and four this year. So two plus goals for Zach Bailey. I'm going to have $30 on that. And then I think Geelong win, Melbourne win, St Kilda win, Brisbane win. I'm more confident in St Kilda than what BJ is, but those other three, I think are locks. Melbourne, 
Brisbane and also Geelong. Um, so I'm going to throw some Kilda in to get a little bit more value. And then the same game, Mouldy, in the Bulldogs game. Jack Z would have kicked those two goals, which I spoke about. Jack McRae, 30-plus disposals. He, I mean, he has to fall over himself and get 30 disposals, Jack McRae. And Jai Simpkin to get 25-plus. He's had 30 the last two weeks. I think he's their premier midfielder at the moment, and I think he gets 25. So that's the same game, Mouldy. That's how I'm spending 100 this week. BJ, 100 bucks. Uh, we're actually on the same wavelength a lot here, Brownie. So uh, five-leg multi to start with, all uh, all for the win is Brisbane, Western Bulldogs, Sydney, Richmond and Melbourne. So I think the only one differs is St Kilda, which, again, I'm not overly confident on. That's $25, $50. Talked about it before with uh, Adelaide's ability to stop Richmond's forward line. I think Tom Lynch will kick three-plus goals. Could even be a five or a sixer. But I'll just stick with three at this point with $50 on them, on him, sorry, and $25, Western Bulldogs to win. Uh, with Jack McRae, Josh Dunkley, Aaron Hall uh, playing halfback, that halfback role, is he get a kick? And Jai Simpkin, who's North Melbourne's, clearly North Melbourne's best midfielder with 25 plus disposals. You love a long multi, don't I you? Do. Like a well, five-legged. Well, it's just a bit of value there, and the $100, it's a bit of hit or miss, but there's great value in 25-plus disposals and same-game multis. Yeah, like I'm chucking on $25 on Adam Trelaw for 30 more disposals because he's paying $3.30 to get mm. over 30. I like they've had 40 disposals against them a couple of years ago. Uh, $50 on Josh Rochelle for two or more goals. Tex is back. I think he'll get a little bit more space. Ben Keith for 25 plus and Matt Crouch for 25 plus. I should have added Richmond in for that one, seeing as you're so confident, but I haven't. And then uh, $25 on Brisbane, 25 plus margin. Lockie Neal, 25 plus and Charlie Cameron for two or more goals. But that's it from us here at In the Back Pocket. If you are having a punt on the footy this weekend, please make sure you always do gamble responsibly.